Welcome to Breaking Business Barriers, where we believe that choosing to go all in is the only way to create true freedom in your business and life. Now join your hosts, Brent Duhame, Dr. Joseph Kay, and Brandon Straza, as they talk to industry leaders, veteran CEOs, and cutting-edge entrepreneurs about the tough decisions they made on their way to success. This is Breaking Business Barriers. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business Barriers, Monday edition. I am your co-host, Brandon Straza, the Real Naked Agent, along with... Dr. Joseph K. And... Brent Duhan. And today we are going to talk about the entrepreneurial world and what how it possibly correlates to big business. And Brent brought a great subject with Uber and the fact that they just lost five million. That was it five million, Brent? And that's with a B. Yeah. Five Brent. billion. I'm sorry, five billion dollars. They're still an operating business. And and BD, just kind of kick it off and how that would uh, work in the small business or entrepreneurial world. Well, I really thought this was a great follow-up to a previous podcast, and I believe that was last week when we talked about seeding seed rounds and helping businesses get off the ground by uh, private investors. And and uh, right now, if I'm a private investor, uh, I'm probably feeling pretty good about it because the stock price was next to whatever it was that they did in a private private entry, and uh, there was some big money by some big names in there. But I'm going to follow up with what you just said, Strauss. This week, $5 billion, um, and that's a big loss in a quarter. And when you talk about, when you talk about that, now there was, a, there was a little combination. They, they paid $3.9 billion to um, employees that were promised X amount of dollars after the IPO. Also keep in mind, we're in 2019. They didn't start disclosing their financials until publicly until 2017. So if I'm if I'm sitting there and I'm an entrepreneur and I've got I you know I had a little seed round go around and let's just say it was a million dollars and and uh, with no intentions of going public, but got got lift off the ground and then I I turn to my investors in a quarter and say I just lost half of it. And that's the scary part of being an entrepreneur. But um, there's a lot of upside. These people know what they're doing when they go in and invest and, and what have you. But I think there's a tie, and it's a good follow-up to what we talked about as angel investors or seed, seed round investors from, uh, from last week. What do you think, yeah. Doc? Yeah, it's a tough one. It's, it, I just hear the number $5 billion. And that's, to me, unfathomable that a, a company would lose that and you know, people still talking about them seriously as a, a viable thing. I mean, of course it's viable. Everyone knows that Uber's kind of transformed, uh, you know, the transportation, ride sharing. I mean, it's, it's clearly a great idea, but that's, a, that's just a lot of money. And, and I know that there's a lot of things that go behind that, but that's a, a big mountain to climb. Yeah, no, I yeah. completely agree. I mean, you look at it, $5 billion, like to wrap your head around that, most people and myself, you know, can't really sit there and say from a small business standpoint, like if you get seed money, you get angel investors, whatever it is when you're doing a startup and you're losing six figures a month, let alone seven figures a month, you're going to have people knocking on your door and saying, listen, you don't have a viable business. You don't have something that you can actually get up and running. Now, I do get the aspect. There are a lot of businesses that run in the red. 
uh, of their size when they're getting up and going. Um, but the reality is you can't do that as a small business or even a medium sized business and get away with it that long before people are going to call in the, uh, call in your tape. Yeah. I think it's a problem that's kind of endemic in this new economy. You wonder at the end of the day, like, and this always kind of drives me crazy when I think of new, new businesses or modern type of businesses, what do they do? Like Uber, like, Uber the company. I know what the individual drivers do, but they're like self-employed contractors, basically. What does Uber do other than they built an app? I mean, really, what are they? What are they selling? Like, what does the what does the Uber team do on an average day? Yeah, no, you know, I I guess they they make sure that the the app is up, the app is running to, and and they facilitate people from you know from consumer to business or sure. business to consumer. Zoomer, but other than that, no, I mean, like, basically, Uber could be run by a 20 year old in his dorm room, like, that knows how to use a computer. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's, it's just a bizarre thing. Well, so I'm curious, what percentage of the monies are going to the drivers versus the percentage that's actually going to Uber? And what does that really take to get up and running? And I think, and to bring that back to the small business, like you said, Joseph, how many small business, how many entrepreneurs sit there and realize that on a monthly, weekly, yearly basis, they need to be having performance and they need to actually have that as opposed to, I have a dream, I have an idea, but they don't execute the, the beginning part, which is to sit there and see what their fixed and variable expenses are and actually build out a working model when they go to see people. I, we were in Vegas here few months ago at Thrive and you had one of the um, the guys up on stage saying they're saying hey I get 10 to 12 people I don't know if that was monthly or yearly that come to me and say hey I'd love for you to invest in my company would you and he sits there and he emails him back sure you know what I'll take a look at it send me over a business plan pro forma those kinds of items and what was it like one out of 10 actually have something and send it back over so that tells me that a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs don't sit there with that business mindset and say, I need to have this. They just think they have a good idea and they run with it. Yeah. Not, I mean, I, I know I'm stealing this line from someone. It's probably like a shark tank line, but not all great ideas are great businesses, right? You know, and not all great businesses are great ideas. Sometimes it's a dumb idea that just happens to work really, really well. You know, there's nothing like intuitively brilliant about a, a, a car wash or a lawn service business, but they do great, you know, because it's a, it, it doesn't need to be a great idea. It just needs to be something that's useful and has utility and that you can sell and that you can scale. Um, but some of these great ideas don't wind up making great businesses. Absolutely. Hey, BD, let me ask you a question for the, for the audience out there. Let's say I am an entrepreneur and I'm getting ready to start a business. What advice uh, would you give and what, what could we offer from the standpoint of, of help when it comes to someone having that great idea and trying to build their team? Yeah, it, it, great idea or a business plan can be, it doesn't have to be incredibly beautiful. It doesn't have to be a Picasso. It can be bullet points. And where we can step in with our, our experience and what have you, we've seen hundreds of plans, literally, over the, over the years. And, and we've seen some execute incredibly well. Maybe even some that we didn't really personally care for the idea that much. But um, kind of like what you said, Doc, you execute really on any idea, if you execute, you're playing and you're playing in a profitable space. 
But having outside eyes is, in my opinion, taking that time, making that investment is absolutely 100% critical. Mm-hmm. And not doing so could be, uh, it could be a quick path to failure, not because the idea wasn't good. It just maybe needed some, uh, some edges curved or rounded a little bit to help out. Yeah, I completely agree. And what I can tell you is from my own personal experience on crazy ideas that, that I've had or businesses that have been started is we get horse blinders. And, and what I mean by that is we can't see outside of what we believe and we're so passionate in. And so if we don't have that, that I don't want to say a naysayer, but someone that can bring constructive criticism into it, someone that's not in our inner circle, there's a lot of times to where we're going to miss, uh, what is it, the bushes through the something, Joseph, you'd probably be yeah, better. Forest for the trees. Yeah, we're not going to, we're going to, yeah, the forest through the trees. And so that's where we would love to be able to help you and, and, and just take a look and see what you're you're creating because you've got three different personalities, perspectives, business backgrounds right here. So definitely reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts on this podcast. And if, if, if you'd like to hear more of topics like this on, on how we can help you through our expertise. Again, my name is Brandon Straza, also known as The Real Naked Agent, along with Dr. Joseph K. And Brent Duham. We'll see you on the airwaves. You've been listening to Breaking Business Barriers. For more information, or if you have a compelling story to tell, find us on Facebook at Open Media Source.